Welcome back to Hot for Justice. This is Jessica. And this is Jaime. We're um, doing a screen recap of season two, episode three of Unsolved Mysteries. Hell, yes, we are. The new one. Yeah. <laughs> the new one. On the Netflixes. Yes. Um, um, Death Row Fugitive is what the episode is titled. And this one's fucking bonks. Yes. Which, um, I mean, a lot of them just so many moments where I want to hit my head into the wall because I just am utterly astonished at the idios, idi, idiocracy that's happening. Yes, that's the idiocracy. word. Um, so let's get into it. Yeah. Um, so we're back in 1965 in the city of Mansfield, Ohio, and Miss Mary Ellen Denier is 14 years old. Her and her sister take a cab, you know, a couple blocks down the road to the laundromat to wash and dry their clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, their grandma lived next door to the laundromat, so, you know, their mom was like, oh yeah, go ahead and just go on over there do your thing, get, get the shit done. Um, they, re- they get there. Mary Ellen realizes they don't have change. So she walks a few minutes, you know, up the street to go get some change. And mm-hmm. she never came back. Yeah, so... Um, I have a lot of notes. They're, like, all over the place. It's at all the good. top, it says super fucking sad. Yes. It is. Um... So her, the mom was comfortable with the girls going because their grandma lived right next door to the laundromat. Yep. Um, which I would be too, because if there was an issue, your grandma's right there. Literally. So Mary Ellen um, walks, which it should have been only a five-minute walk, mm-hmm. um, to get change at the other laundromat, I think it was. Was that like a corner store or something? I don't think they explicitly yeah. like say what it is, but like they show like the street on the on the, in the documentary it's like it's not far it's like literally right around the corner yeah and so but when she doesn't come back her sister uh is obviously concerned and runs mm-hmm. to the grandma's house and is like grandma you know she left and she didn't come back and she should be back by now mm-hmm. and so the grandma was like okay uh stay here you know make sure you don't go anywhere and i'll go look for her so she's walking around and then she sees police um yeah a lot of them and then she learns what happened and what happened is is that turns out mary ellen was shot twice and gunned down in the street um so the investigation actually takes off pretty quickly and yeah is is fruitful they track down a gun that was sold to a man named lester eubanks that matches the gun that killed Mm -hmm. her an informant um says that they saw him in the area the night that she was killed um, he's described as weird and, like, kind of a loner. Yeah, but they, they would see him around. He would, like, walk around with nunchucks, um, is what they said. They kind of thought it was weird. You think? Which it is weird. I would say, if I saw um, a, anyone, I would say a man, but anyone rolling up and down nunch- the street, just, like, you know, nunchucking yeah. and around, I'd be a little perturbed. I mean, like, not gonna lie. Um, yeah. He also, so he has yeah. a history of assaulting girls. Mm-hmm. He was out on bail for rape at the time that it happens yeah and um this was like the first moment i wanted to hit my head against the wall yep but so yeah he has uh, uh, two previous sex offenses and but he confesses to the murder and he gives a detailed statement and confession and of what he did to her and he actually left her like he shot yeah. her and left her and came back he went dancing went to his yeah. house change went dancing on his way back 
He walked past her to see she was still alive. And like writhing in pain. And he hit her on the head with a rock and killed her. Fucking piece of shit is actually what I have in my notes. And then, which is followed by, what the fuck is unsolved about this? Why is this an un unsolved mystery? I know, yeah, you're thinking to yourself. Because this all happens in the first like eight minutes of right. the episode. Right, 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 right. You right, know what right. I mean? Like, I have, like, bold, all caps, what the fuck is unsolved about this? And then he goes on to testify at the crime. He's sentenced to death. Like, he, you think everything's on, like, moving along the right path. On the up and up. Yeah. So yeah. he's convicted, sentenced to death, 1966. Mm -hmm. In jail, he's obviously not well-liked because they don't like people Child molesters. Freaking, yeah, chomos. Mm -hmm. um, however, his execution keeps getting pushed back. It gets pushed back three times. By 1972, mm -hmm. the death penalty was abolished, so his death sentence was commuted to a life sentence. Without parole. Mm -hmm. Which is shit. Um, while he's on in jail, he's allowed to paint. He's given, like, painting supplies. He has got featured in, like, an article about painters. And he it's, would compete like, in art shows. Yeah. Like, I'm like, bro, he's on death row. What are you doing? Like, seriously, um, the wildest fucking thing i've ever heard of like i know Truly. that like there's a lot of like rehabilitation programs and like you know shit that they can do in prison you know but like what like, yeah like, um, I, don't, I don't know like letting him like letting a death row inmate who's a violent offender like just be allowed to go on a prison furlough program and like go compete in art shows and like go dick around and do whatever like that makes no sense Right. And yeah, and that's okay. So and wilder. yeah, so he's you know smooth talker. They they interview other people who are also um, like in jail, um, mm -hmm. like other inmates, like and whatever. Yeah, um, and they're like, yeah, we didn't really like him, mm -hmm. but he's a smooth talker. So he talks himself right into um, uh, an honor program. Yeah, where. Um, the inmates are, like, you know, preparing to live life on the outside, which I'm sorry, like, he's in, he's, has a life sentence. What is he preparing for exactly? I don't know. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, like you said, he got to go to art shows. He, this is where it comes down to it. Yeah. They are taken Christmas shopping. Yeah. Um, they are allowed to wear civilian clothes, and they are allowed to go off on their own without a, uh, Guard. with them yeah just like, off on their own yeah they, so and no shit that he escapes yeah i'm sorry it's like so it's like an honor system thing like they are like okay like you everyone gets a buddy and we have to meet back at like x point in three hours and if you're not there like you're in fucking trouble you know what i mean yeah. or whatever. like that's that's like the rule or whatever so he didn't show back up at the meeting time when everyone was supposed to be back and accounted for uh no one could fucking find him um, like you said, no shit, Sherlock. Like, how, how did they not yeah. see this coming? Like, at least well, especially not, because not him, but anybody. Like, so he just disappears, and they're yeah. like, "Well, this is weird." So they check his visitors log, and they see that before before this, he his visitors list was very long and escalated hugely before this event and before he was allowed to go out on his own. Yeah, a lot note. of family members. So I my note. <laughs> So, yeah, his visitation list was, quote, alarming. So his he already had frequent visitors 
like, yeah. the whole time he was in prison, but right before he eated himself out of custody, <laughs> they just became, like, more and more frequent and, like, more and more different people, like you were saying. Yeah. Like, it went from just, like, the same people that, like, would see to him. more. Yeah. More. So, the real question is, like, did he have help? Was this escape planned? Like, how? Absolutely. Oh, 100%. Right. <laughs> um, but nobody, and I mean nobody, was cooperating. Not a no, damn soul. No, and so the um, FBI is obviously involved. They have a nationwide alert out on him for a pickup. Um, there's not really a follow-up with this, though. So it's like they put it out there, and then it just doesn't go anywhere. Um, he's on America's Most Wanted. And then, I don't know what year that was. I forget. Today's episode is brought to you by Podcorn. Podcorn is a marketplace that connects podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities, such as host-read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and much, much more. With Podcorn, there is no middlemen. Podcasters of all sizes can browse and choose opportunities right within the platform. They can set their own rates, and they can collaborate with brands directly without any exclusivities. You also never have to give up any rights to your podcast, and Podcorn is here to support you at every step and ensure that you're protected and compensated for the work that you do for their brands. We've actually derived most of our sponsorships for this show through the platform, and we love the freedom, transparency, and control that comes with this method of monetization for our show. Click the link in our show notes to sign up for Podcorn and start browsing sponsorship opportunities today. So that was, like, right after it happened. So, like, within the first, like, I would say, if I remember correctly, the first couple of years. But then... And then... Yeah, go ahead. I was saying, but then it turns out that not long after this, there's no, like, outstanding warrants in the file. Like, or no outstanding warrants for him. So, like, like, as of current, like, there's absolutely nothing, like, there's no bolos, there's no nothing out for him, like, no anything. So if someone, like, if he turned up, nothing would happen. He would continue to stay at large because... It, There's nothing in the system for him. Right. Like, he was went from FBI's most wanted to, like, nobody cares anymore. I think now he is, though. Well, like, right. But at the time when they were reporting at that initially, yeah. there was yeah. no warrants, no anything that were, that were active. Yes. So, okay. So, after America's Most Wanted, he's featured. A woman calls in and she's like, hey, I know him. I recognize him. And so they follow this. It ends up that um, Kay Banks, who was married to his cousin, lives in L.A. And he was living with her. Like, he went to her. Um, He was going under the name Victor Young. He was working, uh, but he was essentially, like, he he couldn't... um, He he couldn't provide a real identification. Mm -hmm. So... Um, it ended up Kay let's tells the investigators that at first he he went up to Michigan. He tried to paint houses, but then someone in his family got him a bus ticket to get out to California. Mm-hmm. And actually, on the way out there, the bus was stopped, and police officers boarded the bus. And he was like, "Oh shit, this is like it for me." But actually, they were just looking for illegal fruit being brought into to the state. Correct, because California doesn't give a fuck about a lot of things. But what they do care about is imported illegal fruit. Right. <laughs> um, so he's going by the name Victor Young. He just provides a fishing license as documentation of who he is to get jobs. Mm-hmm. He um, was living in Gardenia, California, Which, until like on, 85, really quick, 86. Um, yeah. How is a fishing license like an adequate form of identification? 
Sweetie, this is the 80s. Like, you can I don't do anything care. you wanted. <laughs> I mean, shit. Uh, I don't know. I really, truly don't understand. But, like, I mean, LA, it's populated. Yeah. They need workers for, like, low-wage jobs. I think that probably happens more often than you would think. Probably. That they'll just hire you under the table. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 85, 86... Then he's gone. They're, they lose the track. They go interview his dad. His dad freaking knows. Oh, And to my be God, honest, for a Christian man, please hear my sarcasm. He's covering for his son. He mm-hmm. 100% helped his son get away or helped knows where his son is now. Yeah. Your son raped little girls and your son murdered a 14 year old child like and this is what i'm saying because i said this in one of our regular episodes Mm -hmm. if emerson were to do something like totally heinous Mm -hmm. like this is one spectrum you're he's protecting his son yeah but if you outright know like this is sick and perverted and he's gonna do it again I would want my child to face the music. Like, I'm sorry. There are things you can't come back from, and that's one of them. Yeah. Um, it made me so mad. Like, <sighs> no, it's so I'm mad. fucking frustrating. I'm heated. Heated. Um, His family all knows where he is. Yeah. So, um, and then after actually they spoke to his dad, like, there turns out that there's like a weird connection to a home for troubled teens in Alabama. That, like, he could have mm-hmm. been working at. Because um, it turns out there was a man that was working there that fit his description. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, a guy that worked there who had used, like, a weird ID to, like, get his job and all that. But then by the time that the FBI came around and was like, hey, yo, where's this dude that works here? He's gone. Yeah. Like, I want to yeah, say he was a custodian so... at the troubled Home for Troubled Teens, if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember, but... But yeah, so another again a, a weird coincidence that he'd be around like children or like young people. Yeah, and you don't want that. No, like what the um, fuck? I mean, like again, like I know that like he was using like a fake identity and all of that, but like I know. Jesus age Christ. So he is an old fuck now, he's but an old he fuck now. potentially is alive. Um, he's got a huge scar on his right arm. Yep. Um, he's got associates, they call them friends, say, all I over do, the U.S. I do like that word, associates. <laughs> I know. It sounds, like, more legit. Um, he's a painter, so obviously he's still painting in some capacity, I would imagine. Like, yeah, things like I that like... don't just, like, you don't just drop them. Right. Um, there's a $25,000 reward out for him. Mm. He's somebody we want to be caught. Yeah, because he's a grocer. I mean, shit, he's on Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix. Like, <sighs> why haven't we caught him yet? Yeah, at this point, like you said, he's crotchety and fucking old, so, like. But you don't grow out of your pervy ways. No. So he's most definitely an old pervert. Yeah, so. <laughs> um, and at this point, he really, truly could be anywhere. Um, you know, and the sad thing is, like, who knows how many other people he did this to. Like, and he just wasn't say. caught. Because there has to be more, like, I mean, I would think, personally, he's raped or assaulted other, like, young mm-hmm. girls, and then he did this to to Mary Ellen. Like, there has to be others. Oh, 100%. I, I truly do not think that was his first murder. Um, and probably... It was so callous, the way he talked about it, too. Yeah. It was disgusting. And I would imagine it probably wasn't his last 
Um, or at least his last, you know, violent crime of any sort. Yeah. So, like I said, so, he's still at large and now currently has a warrant out for him for via the FBI. Yeah. But, like, fuck, man. Fuck. So, um, watch that episode if you recognize mm-hmm. him as, like, an old fuck in your life or, like, you know, friends with one of your grandparents because he's, he's a smooth talker. He could schmooze anybody. Yeah. And you like, never know. And it's not their fault. No. They got schmoozed. People like this are con artists. It happens to the best of us. It really, truly does. Um, so, yeah, definitely t- take a peek. See if, you know, someone knows him or has seen him. Cause it, it, correct me if I'm wrong. I think they had, like, an age progression photo they or did. whatever. They did. Um, so I wasn't sure out. if I made that up or not. <laughs> no, they they did. I'm sure there's a lot of information online. And you can go on unsolvedmysteries.com as well to see, like, all of their photos and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we'll try to link it um, in the show notes. But, um yeah, so next week we're going to cover... We're going to skip episode four of Unsolved Mysteries because that's my fault. I just cannot get into it, you guys. I'm not into... I'm just not into it. So we're going to skip to episode five, which is The Lady in the Lake. That one's nuts. I mean, these are and all we're nuts. Actually, they, it is, but it's it's particularly kind of creepy. And we're mm-hmm. actually going to have a guest star, which is what I was texting. Um, Audrey is going to join us for that. Or and bigger. she's been on another episode. So, um, yeah. So be excited for Audrey. Yep. We are. And we'll catch you later. Hell yeah. All right.